Damn. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Artist Podcast. My name is Connor McKenna. And I'm Rebecca Hart. And we're here. Oh, yeah. And yeah. yeah. So we today we are covering Power Man and Iron Fist 64, which is following up from our last issue slash episode, which is Power Man and Iron Fist 63. Uh, but first of all, Iron Fist news. Uh, there isn't much. Is he, is he appearing in Absolute Carnage, or is that just a variant? Uh, I think he's in one of the tie-ins. He's in the um, uh, Lethal Protectors, Lethal Ah, uh, that's whatever's. right, yep, yep. yep. It's quite a nice cover, but... So it might be worth checking out... Um, the main event, or that one, yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah, not, I'm not, I was... I'm probably not going to read it. I was probably just going to read the tie-in, honestly. Um, yeah. And as I posted on Facebook uh, a few weeks ago, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 released on the Switch, and Iron Fist is playable in it. Uh, so uh, it's the first time we've had Iron Fist in a video game since 2000, was it 2011, I think, when Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 came out. So... Good news for you guys who, you know, want Iron Fist in a video game. Because we're never going to get an Iron Fist game. So we'll just look for games where he's playable in them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's fun. It's good. And the other news, well, it's not really news. Contagion exists, and that's going to be coming. Um, Contagion is the miniseries that will oh, be coming yeah, yeah, yeah. out. Where they all October. look like they've been infected by rocks or plants or something yeah we the zombie version stuff. of so it's written by ed brisson so hopefully it'll be good yeah yeah i'm 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 hoping for good i just i'm a bit over zombies so yeah well we don't really know what it's doing yet I mean, the fact that it's fo- it seems to be focusing on street level heroes is already a bit different from your normal comic book zombie apocalypse where it's usually I don't know, everyone, all the heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah. I remember there was in Marvel Zombies, I remember Iron Fist couldn't get turned into a zombie because his cheat kept healing him. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure they're zombies though. They look a bit like either Rocky or Planty. Yeah. And there has well, I mean there is a Marvel Zombies thing coming out in October. And okay. DC's I'll, doing their zombie thing. Deceased. I've actually heard it's pretty good. Like, I've well, heard it's again, good though. as well, but again, I'm just. I mean, I like Tom Taylor a lot. I just, I just not that interested. That, in that's zombies. the thing that turns me off because Rebecca likes Tom Taylor. I don't like Tom Taylor. Well, and... you just don't like the injustice setting, right? It's not. No, I don't. I specifically don't like his writing oh, in right. that book. Okay. Um, it's uh. I would have no problem with the setting if it was better written. Okay. Like, I think he's a pretty good writer. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're not... <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so... Because uh, I, I hear everyone saying it's good, and then I remember, oh, wait, but everyone thinks Injustice is good but me. So <laughs> they're not wearing... Um, but apparently... People Superman don't think it's all people. good. So, you know, that's not just yeah. you. Like, there's definitely better years in it than others. Mm. 
I mean, the writing wasn't as bad as the artwork was initially. That was embarrassing. I barely remember the, right, the artwork from the beginning bits. It's oh, pretty funny. Um, but anyway, this isn't the Tom Taylor podcast. <laughs> uh, if there is a Tom Taylor podcast, I don't know. So, yeah, that's all the Iron Fist news. Not much at all, but at least there is something. Yeah. So... We will be covering, as I said, Contagion when it comes out with the Into the Night podcast, because why not? And Moon Knight's there on a cover, so maybe he's in it. Yeah, I think he probably is. And we think Tay's in one as well, right? Yes. Yeah, she's on a cover with Jessica Jones. Yeah. So, so it could be kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised we're seeing... I mean, I mean I'm not surprised we're seeing Pay, but I am surprised we're seeing Pay in this context... Yeah, a little bit, but um, I'm kind of glad that someone's trying to, you know, uh, just, yeah, keep some sort of continuity going. It's just funny because Ed Brisson, though, and the I yeah, remember, it like, is one weird, of isn't questions it? In he didn't use that her run was like, at all, yeah, rarely. when is Ed Brisson's run set? Is it before Immortal Iron Fist, which we concluded it was, because um, Pay wasn't there, yeah, and he was really depressed. So, but yeah. now Ed Briston's writing a thing with Pay in it. So I'm wondering if he'll tie up some plot threads. Well, not plot threads, but it'll be interesting because he was. I mean, he did do quite a nice job of of bridging some of the continuity for Iron Fist. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. It'll. I just wish it wasn't zombie-ish, but it may not be, and I may be all right. So it's okay. And I don't even yeah. hate zombies. I'm just sick of them right now. I actually quite like zombie comics of a rule. So. It seems it does seem pretty zombieish. I mean, it's called contagion, unless yeah. people are just getting diseases and dying. But that's not... what I mean. It could be some other disease. But it seems a bit like that phantom limb one, a little bit as well. You know, people keep you know, throwing diseases at Danny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's I guess when good you got chee healing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kept throwing diseases. Him at, sick, you know, yeah. Luke, then Luke could probably just keel over and die, so yeah, it wouldn't probably. be very interesting. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we talk about Contagion a lot, but like we just we know stunningly little about it. All we have is those covers, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um. So we're all just speculating, but it's fun to speculate. We should get the uh, solicits for it soon. So. Hopefully, it'll be better than Damnation. <laughs> I like Damnation, but, yeah. but it was a very whimsically. It wasn't like you know, it's a bit. I liked some of Damnation. Beat. I like I, I like Danny bits mostly. The the Danny bits, the Doctor Strange bits. I don't like how the way they structured the main book. Yeah, it was a it's, bit strange. Like you have to read the Doctor Strange issues to understand. Like the the fourth issue of the main book, it starts, and then the Doctor Strange issue takes place in the middle of that book, but it doesn't tell you, and then it just gets like resolved off screen. It's very bizarre and. It, yeah, I know what you mean. It's a good way to read it. Um, and it makes me laugh that they sell, like, a tray paperback that's just the four issues. And it's like, well, you cannot read those four <laughs> issues mm-hmm. and know what's going on. Um, but anyway, we're back to Power Man and Iron Fist for better or worse. Better um, this case. Better this case. Yeah. But I am sick of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of what? Power Man and Iron Fist. Well, I'm just waiting for something interesting to happen. And, well, we're, we're, you know, yeah, I, we've got a while to go. We've got till the run up to 75, really. Right, guys, I'm, I'm not saying I hate the run. Ella Gila's I mean, back next issue. 
Yeah, oh God, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember thinking, oh, well, maybe next issue, then I see the Eagles back. It's just like, kill me. I know. love them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, these issues, this is like the third time I'm reading them. So I wouldn't have read them the previous two times if I didn't like them. But yeah. it's just like it's, so there, much there of is, it. It is something that sort of, like, drags you back to reading, like, old comics and old, you know, especially ones where they're kind of, they seem to be sort of treading water a little bit. Yeah. And I, I have the advantage of, I could, I was just, you know, all, there's a lot of these middling issues that are just like, okay, with some cool bits. And, but the thing is, you can just like, keep reading. And then you get to the good issues. Whereas like, on the podcast, you know, every two weeks, we like, put all of our attention into one issue. And, it's very different than just reading it and moving on to the next issue, if you know what I mean. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's like the pacing, I guess. Um, but anyway, uh, this issue is one of the better ones so far. Yeah, so... no, it was quite fun. And, you know, well, we'll get to why I like it <laughs> near the end. Yeah, so this is Powerman and Iron Fist 64. Uh, the cover artist is Bob Layton and Irv uh, Watanabe. And it is called The Last Gamble. Uh, writer is Mary Jo Duffy. Penciler is Kerry Gamble. Inker is Dan Green. And uh, John Dis... Uh, oh, jeez. John D. Aga Agostino, I think. Okay, yep. Colorist, Doc Martin. Letterer, <laughs> Diana Albers. And editor, Dennis O'Neill and Mark Grimwald. So the cover's cool. Yeah, I like it. Poker, it's... poker set, poker deck, two pair. Yeah. So we got uh, Ace Luke Cage, high. the yeah. Ace of Clubs. Uh, Danny, which is the Ace of Diamonds. Uh, Death or Muerte, which is the Jack of Spades. Then. Suerte is that Suerte? Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and he's an Eight of Diamonds. And then a black cat, which is an eight of clubs. And they all have roles to play in this story. Uh, But yeah, it's just a poker thing. And it's cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I like poker and casino stuff. So so yeah, we open up. First page. Luke's, uh, you know, everyone's uh, all ragged from the explosion. Yeah. Which happened last issue. Because uh, just... If you remember last issue, there was a big explosion and fire at Luke Cage's. Yeah. At the gem. They rescued uh, DW, but the other guy died, and they're all mad now. And Luke's interrogating one of his sources, Gabby. In his usual way, you know, holding up in the air and threatening him. (laughs) Pretty much. And we get a big flashback sequence, which is, uh, I guess we'll explain briefly in case people don't remember but you know uh, they've been tearing up casinos like illegal ones so the casino ringleaders are like hey we don't like this let's take care of them so they blow up the gem and then they kill the guy who blew up the gem before luke can interrogate him yeah they kill him with a crossbow and uh and the dw is injured and they rescue him and luke cage is super angry now with i mean yeah He's always angry, but now he's angry. Yeah, now he's super angry. He's very angry in this issue a lot, and his shirt doesn't yeah. stay on. Just no, like, it doesn't. 
you know, replaces it and gets obliterated instantly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, so, these, I, I, his shirt just does not stay on much in early Luke They're Cage made of, comics. like, tissue paper. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, Danny's of, like, is much more resilient. Yeah, and it's not even the symbiote thing. It's but it just, may be because he's a billionaire. Maybe he has better quality of clothing. Actually, that's like a ceremonial Kunlun garb. Does yeah. he? Did he just get them, like... Because he... He They're was wearing also that cut a lot, on. yeah. So did he just... Does he sew it back together? Does I he have he like does. a bunch of... I can of... just see him doing it. But also, like... Uh, I mean, he's showing a fair bit of his chest anyway. He doesn't really need to lose the shirt. Whereas yeah. Luke loses it all the time. But anyway, yeah. So they're having this big big old uh, thing. And then, yeah, you see, we get to see the Death's Head mask again. I actually thought... I don't remember this mask being in the previous issue... No, well, I didn't do the previous issue with you, but I don't remember seeing uh, okay. it either. Because um, I thought, oh, this happened, and I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it made me laugh, because, of course, um, I d- it just makes me think of Death's Head, the character, um, yeah. who's just had a new comic launch, so I'm like, huh, Death's Head. <laughs> like, they even say funny. Death's Head. Yeah, know? they even say it, and I was like, you look like Death's Head, and I'm like, it doesn't look like Death's Head. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, so he, he comes and kills... Gabriel, yeah, the guy Luke Cage just for, for talking essentially, and like this is where I was like he he essentially stabs him, yeah. Well, not a, well, I don't know does. why I said essentially stabs, <laughs> stabs him. Um, but like I think this would have been a really cool like to introduce like a sort of new villain. Yeah, you know, like he shows yeah. you his true face. I would have liked well, to... not kind of like the Phantom and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would have made it pretty interesting, but he's just like a dude. He's just a dude. <laughs> like a really skilled dude, but like... And their informant who's blind is like, I'll help you find him. <laughs> and Danny's the... like, but you're blind. Yeah. But as he points he... out, I can still tell who he is from like various senses. Yeah, he's not dead, but he can just tell who he is by yeah. the way he walks, which I'm pretty sure is... I guess he... I guess he's been like what, probably living there for years. Yeah, so. yeah, and there is a, there is a, you do have a. That is apparently one of the things that you can tell by someone is their foot pattern and, you know, and yeah. their sense of size and things like that. And he says this. Danny as backs well. it up. Yeah. By saying, you know, in Kunlun they taught us, you know, not to rely on just our sight and stuff. And Luke Cage is like, all right. But he's a bit reluctant, considering Gab just got stabbed to death, yeah. like, immediately after. But, yeah. See, like, and actually, I don't mind these guys as villains. No. They're, they're, they're set right. up well in this issue. They weren't set up well in the last issue. Yeah, they they, they have a little little argument about what they're going to do. Uh, yeah. And then we see uh, Luke hanging out at Danny's in their civvies. And uh, Danny's like, I'll pay for you. And Luke has one of his strops. Don't pay for me. Like, yeah, I mean, Luke... them. at some point he should just take the money, you know? Well, it's funny because Luke mentions that he's like, he's really glad that Danny can put him up. Yeah, like, but when Danny offers say. him money, he's like, no, I don't want it. And he's like, oh, money's not going to fix everything. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure Danny knows that. He's just giving you money for, like, food, dude. Yeah, he <laughs> just thought maybe you'd need a few shirts since you lose them so often. Yeah, I mean, goddamn. Like, I get, I get what they're doing, but it's as subtle it's as over a brick and over again. Yeah. 
and they keep doing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's no development on that. There's just like this yeah. permanent thing between them. But then the doorbell goes, or there's a knock, and it's our fave dude, Bob Diamond. Bob Diamond, yes. And I do like Luke's. Like, I've him. seen your last picture. I hope you fight better than you act. Uh, He's such a dick, Luke. I'm sorry. Savage burn. Um, such a dick. Yeah, actually, to say that to a random stranger yeah. is pretty... It's pretty rude even to say it to someone you've met a few times, frankly. It's like, yeah. if you don't like his act, so what? Just don't watch his films, dude. You're the one who chose but to live in a cinema. I guess Bob, like, is kind of arrogant in the way he introduces himself. He, like, gives him a brief bio. Yeah. He doesn't really ask for it, but yeah. It's still rude, but not that, you know. So, like, the the whole thing with the bad guy's plan is, you know, the heart Osborne. They're, they're going after their friends. Yeah. Uh, specifically Luke's friends, yeah. I guess, because Danny doesn't have any friends, apparently. So. <laughs> well, he probably um, doesn't have any who live locally. That's true. Not as many. Because, like, Misty and Colleen are probably out and about a lot. Yeah, they're just, they're not in this issue yeah. at all. Um, but, so Luke yeah, Luke goes, goes to warn Harmony. Yeah. Who is his girlfriend, for people yeah. who don't remember? Because she hasn't really been in it much. Um, yeah, she's just she's just around a little bit. Um, and she's been threatened. Yeah, and so she's very tearful, and he's like, all right, see you later. I mean, he's not, like, he gives her a hug, and he goes, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. I'm not being like that. Um, and then she's like, oh, if, you, if they find you here, they'll kill me. And then he gets a bit like, oh, whatever. And he says, all right, babe, I'm going. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. He says, I mean, he tells her to take a vacation. To yeah, which is what she should do. He also broke her door. And he could have taken Danny's money and paid for the vacation for her. Yeah. I mean, she's pretty well off, isn't she? Is, she is, because she's I a model, isn't she? Yeah. Maybe not well off enough just to take a vacation yeah. all of a sudden. But, yeah, so Luke is trying to get information from people, but everyone's telling him to fob off or running away in terror. <laughs> <laughs> And some amusing things. Yeah, and he finally goes to get Jenny. Yeah, and, like, although, basically uh, he drags her out the off. office. <laughs> he does get a tip off from Sim, who oh, has yeah. a message from Lyle Toby. Uh, and looks like, hey, try not to get involved because I don't want more dead people. But <laughs> you know, they're they're disappearing. So they they tell Luke where these guys are, but he doesn't go there no he goes to get Jenny out of the way which I just realised because they gave him the tip to like and he, they it, it all gets resolved but they never go to that warehouse <laughs> actually no they do near the end never mind spoilers uh, I don't want to go to Canada <laughs> <laughs> so he's like I'm going to put you on the plane myself okay could have done that with Harmony Luke but okay we all like Jenny so that's fine yeah well we all like Jenny at the moment yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> like we've got a while this, to go for that. I'm just thinking, like, there's no resemblance at all character-wise. Like, I think they just chose someone yeah. from this run. They just, like, chose a name at random, went, oh, we'll just use this person and turn them into, like, a ex-con. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, they're completely different people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you see Bob and Danny sparring. Yep, and Danny wins quite handily. Yep. Because, you know, 
Because he's done without his ceremonial fighting guard. There's only a Danny couple Rand's of times Bob comes close to beating him, and that's usually when Danny's under the weather. Yeah, and Bob like it wasn't Bob's introduction. He literally jumps in. Yeah. When he walks in the door, the yeah, you know Bob, he's a son of the tiger and stuff, and they broke up like the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> wait, I wonder if that was deliberate. Possibly. Hmm. I think it might be. Just seems. I don't know. But anyway. Uh what's with Danny's face when he answers the phone? I don't know, it's hideous. He looks like a he looks like, like a cartoonish thug. Yeah, and he does look like a thug. Yeah. Um so he gets uh, a phone call from Jenny in inverted commas saying, Come to the office, need you. Um, even though we know Jenny's being dragged off to the airport by Luke. So how does do they like what fake her voice? Maybe I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I can't remember what happens with this. But anyway, and then there's someone suspicious outside his apartment fixing the elevator. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is at the Heroes for Hire office. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Wherever yeah. he is. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. He's already got to the Heroes for Hire office. He gets into the uh, elevator. Oh, yeah. The Another janitor awesome reveals panel. his face. Yeah. Woof, yeah. Click. Like, it's such a cool um, little design. It is. And, like, I, I the like the panel whole... layout's really nice, actually. It feels very claustrophobic when he's getting in the uh, elevator. And I like the whole muerte yeah. thing. Like, I like that angle. Yeah. Um, it's just, they could have ultimately been more interesting, but we'll talk about that afterwards. Uh, so, yeah, and there, there was that whole thing last time they mentioned about how there's no 13th floor because Luke's superstitious. Yeah. As are and many then, offices. Really? Yeah, there's a lot okay. of office blocks that don't have a, a level 13. Wow. But um, Danny, like, he sees it's going to 13th floor, and he's like, hey, wait a minute. And then he recognises the janitor as uh, the guy who killed Gabby, because he recognises the body language and stuff. So, you know, Danny's trying to fr- frantically trying to get out. And then he summons the Iron Fist, and we get a until that hand becomes like unto a thing of Yay. iron. Can't remember the last time we got that. Not for ages. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. This is back when like using the Iron Fist was a big deal. Yeah. Now he's just using it all the time because he's he more powerful. Goes but. out the side of the elevator just as yeah, and the bullets miss him. Like I was expecting the elevator to blow up. Yeah, me too. But it looks very much like it was a. Barrage of, of bullets, yeah, yeah. Which is like, a bomb would have been much easier. Much easier. It makes no and, sense. But I, this guy's supposed to be like a super amazing assassin, so maybe yeah. that's like the current meta of assassination <laughs> in elevators. And then he, uh, had to use it, he has to use the fist again, and he's not sure if he can. Yep, because he's, he's pretty much falling down the elevator. He has to grab onto one of the cables, which is... Impressive in itself that he's grabbed onto it. Yeah, uh, really. really hurt. <laughs> it's like rope burn, but steel. Uh, but he summons the chi again, and he bursts through the elevator door. Ah. And yeah, so he's had to he's had to summon the Iron Fist twice, which you know is a big, big, uh, big ish deal because everything in these comics is a big deal when they happen. But you know yeah. what I mean. Um, so they left Luke a note. Because Luke's arrived. Yep. 
And it's, it says, Power Man, you are the worthiest adversary we've ever faced. As a token of our esteem, we've left a gift for you at your office. Luck, death. And Luke opens the elevator, it's just a bunch of bullet holes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Danny was like, I was supposed to be there, but I got out by using the Iron Fist twice. And Luke basically wants to put him on a plane. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's getting on a plane. Luke's get a putting plane. everyone get a plane. on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Danny's like, well, no, because I'm your partner. Not, you know. Yeah, not some woman you can just bundle off onto a plane. <laughs> yeah. So then we go back, but we're back at the casino. They're playing cards. Blah, blah, blah. I think this, oh, this is the, you know, the shady, shady back room there. Yes. Straight out of a, you know, golden age coming from the 40s. Uh, Very much. It's all smoky and... uh, So they're playing poker. And... (laughs) Across the street, they... uh, Danny and... And Luke are staking out where they think... Where they hear the guys being... In their shitty disguise. Really shitty disguise. Danny's basically got a hat and coat on. On top of his stuff. He's still got his mask on. Normal clothes... For God's sake, he doesn't even cover up, like, the tattoo. Like, put a t-shirt on underneath or yeah, something. Yeah, no, he doesn't even bother. But he does... This little black cat comes across, and he feeds him. He's having him with a bit of his lunch, because Danny's lovely. Whereas Luke's very unsympathetic, and says, Don't, you've got no time for this. Honestly, like... I think it would have been better if there was no payoff for the cat, because that means it just would have been, like, a character moment. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, man, these outfits are so stupid. They're so <laughs> awful. Like, they're like, just they're laughable. Like, I don't understand. Like, I know the whole. And thing. Luke's got his headband showing. So whatever else he's wearing, he's just wearing a jacket as well. Like the story's taking itself seriously. So, you know, <laughs> like, I just, and Luke's got like the headband on. Yeah, and like I said, Danny's showing his tattoo and he's got his. Stupid mask on under a hat. I mean, Danny's a like he's an idiot though when it comes to yeah, Western society at, at this point. But Luke is like, this is no excuse. Luke's supposed to be like a man of the streets. He's supposed to know his way around. Um, but I guess Luke has never been subtle. So. Yeah, that's true. He's uh, he's much more of a ram raider. Anyway, they go anyway, in. This works. Yep. After taking they see their the master off. assassin. <laughs> well, they're out of trench coat. Yeah. Uh, they don't walk in naked. Like <laughs> <laughs> a whole different comic. Um, a good panel though, where they walk in. Yeah. Um, the artwork is good there because it's been artwork's been a bit Up spotty down, sometimes, yeah. but you know it's pretty good here. And they start fighting. Big fight. Yeah. So Luke is taking on the Muerte, the assassin. Yeah. And uh, Danny's going after Suerte, the luck guy. Yeah. Which makes sense because Luke's just impervious to all of yeah, yeah, all the bullets and stuff. And uh, eventually a lamp falls on Danny's head. And so... Yeah, this whole thing was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, because he, he kicks this guy in the head and the gun goes off in his yeah. hand. So it bounces off a bunch of things and then it severs the lamp from the ceiling and it lands on Danny's head. And 
it's because the guy's really lucky, I guess. Yep. But I don't think it's, like, actual black. No, I don't either, but he does get to like, make the I'm just lucky comment while the other guy's trying to shoot and stab Luke. Uh, throws a grenade. Throws a grenade. Luke comes back without his shirt. Like, it's completely <laughs> gone, essentially. Yeah. And he's about to use a flamethrower on him. Yeah. Luke's like, I don't know if I'm in your flames, but he uses a table. Yeah. It's like a shield, then knocks him out with it. And so Danny's trying to find uh, the world's luckiest man. Yeah. And then luck trips over a black cat. Oh, he, he steps on his, on his tail. tail. And Danny pounces. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're finished, swear to you. Your luck has finally run out. He pounces on him. And, uh, yeah. Please They're come all locked and take up. him away, yep. Luke is shirtless. Danny is all intact. Yeah. Um, did like, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe she just has a thing. Maybe all the artists have a thing for black men. That's why Luke's shirt just keeps getting taken off. I don't know, but it, it happens right in the run of his solo comic as well. Yeah, that's why it's so weird. <laughs> maybe there's some sort of Marvel in-joke at the time about Luke losing yeah, his shirt. Because he's impervious, so I guess it's the only way to show damage to him. Or, like, how so, much he's surviving. As, like... I want to talk about these villains. Um, it's, like, these... I think these are, like, good villains for Power Man and Iron Fist. Well, maybe, you know, like, if they had, like, a whole cartel thing set up, I think these are two pretty cool crime bosses to come back. I can't remember if they come back later, I don't but, think they do, and I really did quite like them as villains. You know, the whole luck and death thing, the mask... Uh, you know, you could get some real grimy crimes and stuff going on. But, like, the way they were set up in the last issue, like, in their introduction speech, they're going, oh, we got beaten up. Like, well, that's not how you set up your villains, by telling them, by telling us straight away that they got the crap beaten out of them by some other superhero. It just yeah. makes them seem incompetent. It makes it seem like Power Man and Iron Fist are just getting sloppy seconds. Yeah, from yeah. From A-listers. Uh, and I said, if maybe if there was like a magic element, whether it was ambiguous or not, that would have been really cool. Well, but, well if, uh, the, if the lucky one actually was like supernaturally lucky, yeah, it would it would have made a fun villain, kind of like the rabbit's foot in Supernatural, like trying to beat that guy. Um, but you know, it was a satisfying two parter, much more satisfying than the previous two parter. Yes. Also, and, cat uh, saved the day, so I approve a black cat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Next, Power Man and Iron Fist go to Canada for some all-out mayhem, and we Woo-hoo. don't mean a hockey in the Return of the Eagle. I wonder if they go there to sinks. pick up Jenny because, like, that's the plane Luke threw. That would be pretty great. I got. I say. can't remember, but it would be <laughs> quite funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah, enjoyable issue. Yeah, I like. You it. Know, it was and, fun. And it's uh, it's meaty, like it's it's got action all throughout it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because you got you got you got like stuff like the sparring match breaking things up. The pacing's just good. So the There's elevator. There's quite a lot in it, but it doesn't stuff. feel like yeah. cluttered. I mean, it's only the story's only seventeen pages. Yeah. It's which is not long. Like usually there are a few pages more. But uh, yeah, good issue. Yeah, and of course, two weeks time, we'll be covering Batman Iron Fist sixty five. I remember, drop us a line and stuff. Review us on Facebook. 
you know, do do all that stuff. We like to interact with our community, um, especially on the podcast side of things, you know. I mean, you guys, we got, what, like 40 votes for covering Power Man and Iron Fist? Where are you guys? You should be emailing us like, hey, why did, Connor, why did you hate that issue that I loved as a child, <laughs> that made my day as a child, and you just ruined my childhood? Where are those emails? Um, so... You yeah. haven't really hated on anything that wasn't hateable though yet. So. No, it's true. You've got to work um, harder to stoke your outrage. <laughs> so, uh, as usual, this can be grabbed in the Power Man and Office Epic Collection, Volume 1. Uh, volume 3 coming in October, I believe, actually, which will be oh, nice. Oh, nice, yeah. And uh, I'm assuming it's available on Marvel Digital and Comixology because it's in the Epic Collection. So... Yeah, a uh, bit of a short episode, guys, but what what can I say? Um, you know, it wasn't a huge issue, despite the fact that we just yeah. said there was a lot in it. Um, well, yeah, I mean, but it's a lot of it's the fights and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, anyway. I guess there wasn't much to gush over and there wasn't much to complain yeah, about. So. it was a pretty, you know, everything worked as it should. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, have fun, guys. Until next time, uh, don't <laughs> go busting up no casinos because you might anger mob bosses who will try and kill you. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon. Uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorsky for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening. 